Hello. Hi. I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And this is Cries in Norwegian, a podcast about scam and all of its parallel universes. Mm. I love it. I love it. Or the scam verse. Yeah. Concise. Yeah, I was listening to the uh, my favorite murder, I think, Miniso earlier this week, and they really like nailed that intro, and then they went, man, we really nailed that intro, and I was like, <laughs> you get a real sense of accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, any, any podcast wrecks out in the world? What have I been listening to? I don't know. I've just been listening to old stuff because I'm trying to look, I'm looking around for new script ideas, so I've been listening to a lot of criminal podcasts, you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. criminal. Yeah. There's an episode called Finding Sarah and Philip that just, like, makes me cry every single time. It's only 20 minutes long. Ooh, I'll look for it. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, a woman who... I don't want to spoil it for you. It's really good, moody. I feel like it would make a really great indie kind of dark, like, winter movie. You know, like, Winter's Bone or something. Nice. I don't know that I'll be the one to write it, <laughs> but it's a really good 20-minute cool. read. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm just excited that... Even though I hate, you know what? I'm so self-aware of the fact that this is the, the joke that they used in Dear White People to talk about, like the epitome of white people. Uh, but still, <laughs> listening to podcasts. No. <laughs> no, listening to you must remember this. Oh, <laughs> that's really what they use as the joke. Like so, in season one, like they name drop that podcast. Yeah. So in season one, she's uh, dating the white guy, right? Uh-huh. And when she goes to, like, meet his friends and whatever, like, their whole conversation <laughs> is about, like, oh, I just listened to this episode of You Moms Remember This. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. And it's, like, this thing of, like, bonding with the white people. Oh. And it's about, over oh, You Must Remember This. Well, <laughs> you can be safe to know that if you're ever in a similar situation, <laughs> you will bond <laughs> with the obnoxious white people. Anyway, this season in particular, it just came back, and it's about Song of, Song of the South. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were telling me. Uh, so it's kind of, like, taken, uh, like, you know, each episode sort of looks at a different thing. So, like, last, I think last week's episode was about Hattie McDaniel and sort of her whole career, uh, as a whole. Not just in terms of this, but, like, and so she looks at the history of, like, minstrel shows and, uh, how it started in, obviously, white culture, then how it became, like, black, uh, people sort of co-opted it, but then how it... Basically, you had to sort of do the stereotypes that white people were expecting. It's like right, right. This, it, it's a yeah, it's complicated. And then like Hattie's Hattie's really complicated career, where for the most part she was only known for playing like maids and whatever. But how at least for the first half of it, she really brought this like complexity to these roles um, that was like on purpose. Like she seems like a overall a really like smart person who was trying to be like okay this this is all you're gonna give me but i'm gonna give you the best version of this right right right, right. anyway i just find it really fascinating uh to hear about all of sort of yeah. all of this stuff and in a lot of ways how far we've come and also how little we've managed to do right we, because <laughs> yeah because i was just thinking about this earlier today i can't remember in what context but uh the the fact that like filmmaking hollywood is this it's, you know, it's a business, and so it, it like, has to make money, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's always kind of, like, serving up what it thinks the audience wants. It kind of touches on our fandom conversations, too, about, yeah. like, how, the, the you know, the, the relation between creator and fandom, and uh, so you kind of, you, you're, you want to be serving up what the fandom's going to want to buy, because you mm-hmm. want that money. Of course. Uh, but also... Uh, so you kind of, like, exploit, like, like it's very easy to exploit and limit the the, the image that's being sent out. I guess mm-hmm. I was probably thinking of it in relation to the tweet I was going to talk about, but, yeah. Yeah, so, I can use that as a segue, but but I, I we can come back to it, too. Uh, sure. Uh, that was pretty much, 
I just want to tell people that it, I'm really fascinated so far yeah. with the whole thing and how how uh, so much of it is like there how so little is known of it and it's kind of myster- mysterious in a way like Sippity Duda is one of the most famous uh, Disney songs and she says I could not find a single article about it. She wow. Went, she went to like every single like resource and she she know has all the resources in LA and like right, she knows right, where right. to go like, even from the time. Wow, that's so. She's crazy. like, I couldn't find basically anything about the history of this song. Yeah, that is really fascinating. It is like this intersection yeah. of business, race, yeah, uh, yeah, and history of Los Angeles. Yeah, so yeah, anyway. I meant to listen to it and I totally forgot. So it was a good yeah, reminder. So yeah, there you go. Since yeah, I've been looking for a new pocket. I mean, also I've run through my like horror, my scary ones because now October is over. I like, yeah, I was like, like on a binge of listening to all the like snapped and all that Mm -hmm. uh all that stuff so now i'm like what do i do next yeah what's happening what's (laughs) happening cool yeah i was gonna talk about the tweet that i saw that got me thinking about some of our scam conversations around sauna uh basically there's a movie coming out i think it's called hala movie h-a-l-a it's on apple tv pretty sure it's a movie not a show and it the trailer I have to admit, like, I think as a, as a movie trailer, it looks really, really good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is about a young Muslim girl, like a teenager, uh, I think in America, they speak English, uh, maybe Canada, I don't know. It's kind of, it seems like a coming-of-age story, and in it you get, like, clips of her with her parents, clips of her with a boy, a white boy, I should note, a not, clearly not Muslim white boy, I mean, I assume a not Muslim white boy, and just, there's a lot of, like, the, the, the trailer revolves around conflict of between her and her society, her environment, which is very, like you know, a coming-of-age topic. And uh, from what I understand, it was written and directed by a Muslim woman of color, and I think it is, like, slightly autobiographical. Okay, so that's, like, the context. And apparently the trailer dropped, and, like, everyone started tweeting about how... Not everyone, but a lot of people started tweeting uh, about how they're very annoyed or just tired of seeing the same, like, the same conflict for all... Muslim Muslim characters, as if that's the only thing that there is to conflict about. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of touches on what we've talked about with people's complaints about sauna season. Yeah, and about how, like, this genuine excitement to, why can't we just see her fall in love with a Muslim boy? Right, exactly. And and so, I don't know, it was interesting. Partly it caught my eye because the woman who, the tweet that I saw about it was from a woman called uh, Roweda Abdelaziz, I think is how you pronounce it. She is a journalist for HuffPost. And she, like everyone else, kind of like, I rolled hard at it. And then she tweeted, um, well, this is a very sweet, uh, give me women who fall in love with Muslim men. Show me the support of parents. Bring characters who love the language of their ancestors and yearn for a homeland but can't because, I don't know, white boy Brian pulled off my hijab, but I brushed it off because I was trying to pass bio. I really, I don't know, I really like the tweet. Anyway, and she said, uh, then... She said she. I just spoke with uh, Minhal Baig, Baig, the the writer and director, who told me she was facing loads of harassment on Twitter. This infuriates me. She's still a woman of color in an extraordinarily difficult industry. PSA: You can disagree and dislike the film and not be a trash person. I'll be the first to apologize in case my tweets played any role in that harassment. I still have my thoughts in the film, which I'll save for. I'll save the rest for when I see it. All of you should do the same. The industry needs to change. This is my last tweet on the matter. Okay, but the reason that I like it caught my eye is that it's just this like weird thing where like it's you know we know like it's so freaking hard to get a movie made. Mm-hmm. It's something that's kind of based on her true story. So like on the one hand, it's that it's that it just caught my eye as that like the filmmaker taking flack for an industry that yeah. lacks, yes. and the industry is lacking because a variety of reasons, including just like personal prejudices of 
multiple, or like many, many people, even unconscious biases uh, and conscious ones. Um, but also just because like there's this attitude of, there's just like, it's like a self-reinforcing message of like this is, this is what audiences want to see Muslims have a conflict about because that's what Muslims have conflict about. Yeah. You know, but then we never like have the opportunity to see anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I was just like, no, I, I thought it was a really into. I I saw that you had retweeted it, and, I, oh, uh-huh. and then I went back and I read the whole thread. And right, I okay, thought you did, it was yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and I did think that it was very, uh, like, it did relate to this season very well, and to why, like, you can be like, I love Sana season, and I do, but I do have some issues with it, and I understand why people uh, also have complaints about it, and it's like we. Because yeah, I can I can see there's a huge void uh, in terms of I think of just like the stories, the type of stories that are being told. Right. So I right. can see that. That doesn't take away from the fact that Sana being Sana and being the lead character in this teen show isn't amazing and isn't great. But you know, yeah. there's there's just a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's hard to separate the complaint about the industry from the complaint about the specific show. And so on the one hand, you're like, even this movie or this or this show, let's say. It, 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 these are, like, accurate, these are honest tellings of real experiences. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that we don't see all the other experiences. And the problem with that is multifold, but one of which is that, like, it's so much colors everyone else's perceptions mm-hmm. of that group of people. So for, like, like the, this is really stupid, but the way I relate to it is that, like, Eastern Europe is always... Very, always very often presented in very stereotypical ways yeah and it just frustrates me that i think when people i've had experiences that americans experience aspects of eastern european culture and are surprised at just how normal it is yeah. and it's like yeah because it's normal because <laughs> they're just people yes <laughs> like yeah. they, they're not always in snow and poor and you know uh miserable and hungry and eating borscht and they're also not always in like track suits and gold chains or whatever like the stereotypes yeah. are yeah it's just co- it's complicated and like we work in a business that has a lot of gatekeepers and it's so frustrating <laughs> and i felt really frustrated for the poor filmmaker who uh you know put this like what looks like a pretty good thing together and it's her i think it's her first kind of big project i'm, I'm not sure i didn't actually look at her imdb um, I should have. I, I don't know. I just felt for her. For she should be this like joyful thing. Yes, and she's getting attacked. And she herself is a woman of is a Muslim woman of oh, color. God. And it's like, well, I don't know. You can't win. Like, yeah, a little bit. And that's what Twitter feels sometimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't win. Yeah. No, I totally get it. Someone asked me today, like, how do you get so much enjoyment out of Twitter? Because I'm like constantly laughing at my feet, and I was just like, I just follow the people that don't bring me like don't make me angry yeah yeah yeah. that's sort of the point of it yes and they've gotten better they've gotten some features like you can stop retweets so like there's people who I like what they have to say but when they retweet other people I don't I usually don't agree with what they're retweeting Uh, and stuff like that so yeah um, by the way if you do want to know most of my joy in the past couple days has been from people tweeting about Dickinson uh, oh my god I'm so (laughs) excited for it oh we talked about this already yeah Yeah. so uh, I'm like I'm not I'm not gonna pay for Apple TV Plus. So I mean maybe I'll get the free one week, but then I have to like know that I'm gonna watch the entire show for that one for week. For one week. But are they dropping it week to week or are they No, the whole show is there. Is there. Okay. Yeah, the whole show is there already. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and like some of the and so I've I've heard that the first three episodes, which are the ones that they sent to critics, are like just alright, but then it like 
it's real good. It picks up. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm and I like, you, like, you'll probably figure out if it's your jam, uh, in the first, even in those three episodes, but that suddenly you're like, oh, it's, it's extremely my jam. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> and it seems like it's extremely my jam. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, do I need it to be historically accurate? Not if I'm having as much fun as it seems like everyone's having here. And especially, I think, going into it, you know it's not going to yeah. be. Like, they all kind of just are talking, and the music in the trailer yeah. is modern music. So you're just like, I'm prepared. I don't care. Yeah. Like, they could be talking about the Iraq War. Actually, that would actually probably be historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> in a much more lowbrow re- re- reversal of opinion, um, I saw another episode, I think the most recent one of Nancy Drew, and I kind of half take back my not like of it. I, I, I is still very Riverdale in a way that okay. makes me eye roll, but I realized watching a 12 year old me would have loved this show. And it's all like the whole episode is a giant scavenger, like an escape room type where they're trying to solve cl- clues and they're all literary clues. Oh, nice. And it's about a clue, like they have to get a, like a thing that's in a lock. I mean, not a lock, excuse me, a clock, uh, which is obviously a reference to the original mm-hmm. It's all very, I mean, like, it's delightful it's, in, in a way that's. It's my boy Josh Wards. I'm telling you, he still has not let me down. It's I like solid. I, yeah, like I said, I'm not I might not love every show he does. Yeah. But like there's I always find something that I could be like, yeah, I could totally be into this. Yeah. Sometimes I stop like I'd never finished Heart of Dixie. Uh, and there's like a couple things here and there yeah. that I've dropped. But like again, he has yeah. not let me down. Yeah. I just am fascinated a little bit and then it like it is definitely and I don't mean this in a bad way juvenile like it is for young audience like I feel like it's targeting mm-hmm. 11 12 year olds like, I don't even think it's hitting for that Riverdale teen sexy audience which I thought they were from the pilot uh, okay but I don't think they are I don't know we'll see if they like change and they're figuring their shit okay. out but like yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway it's I probably well I, I well okay I will watch the season because I want to freaking get some yeah. answers uh, <laughs> Now you're invested. Now I'm on four episodes in. Four episodes is like a marker. Like, if you make it four episodes, you're probably going to finish yeah, for the sure. season. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, All right. half taking it so back. So, do we want to do, like, some scam updates? Yes! In general? Yes. Well, still no news on Scam Austin. Will we ever know? Maybe we'll just get a surprise to season. And that's how we'll <laughs> They'll know. They'll drop it? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Well, first up, so, What the Fuck is still airing. Uh, we're in the middle of season three. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have seen gift sets. It is still chaotic. <laughs> I mean, pacing-wise, it's like, sure, I'm really excited <laughs> to see your reaction when you watch it episode by episode, uh-huh. because couple like clip, you're like, I don't know what you're doing. Right. I'm, I'm along for the ride, sure, <laughs> but I'm un- uncertain. So I'm not sure what sort of... Where it's going. Where okay. it's going. Yeah, you, you, from the little things you told me, I'm always like, what is going on on this show? It will be really interesting to see them collected yeah. in whole. And it's stuff. not like it's the first, um, like, remake to sort of do its thing. I think yeah. Duke and España, like, definitely do all yeah. of their things uh, with, that, with still, like, being faithful to the essence of the yeah. original yeah, and yeah, yeah. some of the iconic moments they sort of pick and choose but yeah there's something about like what the fuck that I'm constantly being like I don't know what they're doing <laughs> so do with that what you will yeah uh, <laughs> exciting I'm enjoying it I don't think I wouldn't say it's my favorite um okay of of the remakes so far but I mean I really like it I think Robe Robe I, I love his <laughs> smile I don't know why and he very rarely smiles is he, he Evan no that's that's Isaac. 
Robbie. I don't remember the name. Robbie. But we don't, we're not supposed ago. to say Robbie, so. Rob. Oh, yeah. That comes back. Yes, because we, we joked about it being like Robert, but with an accent. Yeah. <laughs> Robert. He very rarely smiles because he's miserable most mm-hmm. of the time. Uh, <laughs> genuinely. But when he does, I'm like, oh, I love you so much. I love the look you give me when I am like, when I don't remember somebody's name, you look at me like, are you crazy? Well, it's, it's not everyone. It's like, if you don't remember who Vilde is, I'm like, whatever. But it's like, I guess because I love Isak so much. Right. I'm like, how can you not know? Every version sticks yeah. in your head. Sorry. Like, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe you can't remember that, like, Amber is uh, Vilde. Definitely uh, don't remember that one either. I think I have to see a season, like... I just watch two seasons, seasons and for, then they stick. For the names yeah. to stick. Like, I remember, I'll remember the Eva and the yeah. Jonas, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Though, actually, now that you, I can't, who the F were they in what the fuck? Yana and Jens. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That and, uh, good. let me tell you, I'm also really intrigued to see how the boy squad plays out in episode format, because they're probably the worst boy squad. Yeah, you said something about them making, like, homophobic... So, so there's this thing where they made some changes in season two, which I still haven't seen, so I'm basing this on Tumblr. Okay. So, like, they're kind of jerks, and, like, there's, like, some decisions. Like, I just saw someone complaining about something about Yasmina, um, their Sana character, because, like, um, one of the big changes that they made was that in What the Fuck, basically the whole girl squad knows about Robbie potentially being gay. Oh, okay. So it's, like, not just a thing that Nora and, and Eva, Eva are talking yeah, about. It's, yeah. like, a thing that they're all talking about. And a thing that they kind of do some shitty stuff sometimes about. Which, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't tell you what my feelings are about it. But, like, it's it's a topic of conversation and a topic, like, they all sort of know it. So then when you have the clip where, I'm just going to call them by their OG names. Sure. Where you have the clip where Isaac. It'll be helpful to me. Yeah, so. Where you have the clip where Isaac is, like... I don't understand how people can be, like, religious in this oh, day and uh-huh. age. Uh, and then uh, Sana sort of fires back with, like, well, gay people shouldn't exist when he's sort of, uh, in terms of, according to the theory of evolution. Okay. Okay, good. You, you. Sorry. <laughs> so like, that's not really what When, when Sana's like, yes. well, according to the theory of evolution, uh, gay yeah, people no, no. shouldn't exist. I, I know the clip you're talking uh, about, yeah. She doesn't know at this point that he's gay. Right. Right? Oh. So then she apologizes. Oh, and what the fuck. And what she the fuck. Would... She does. And right. she just had this clip where she was like, pretty awful about it yeah that's an interesting dimension so it's like i feel like you can't forget the changes that you've made uh and like for are they forgetting them or are they just sort of being like yeah she would say something like this i don't think so because they get they really get they're very friendly with each other like Mm. otherwise so i don't i don't know sana is on with glasses right who was working or no that's that's druk there's is she was nice, but I can't remember what to tell you from season one. That would, like, she doesn't wear the hijab in, at school because uh, she can't. Oh, that's right, right, right. She has the yes, and she has the uh, yeah. hood up on her yeah. hoodie. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. She doesn't strike me as a type of sauna, like yeah. a version of sauna that would like this sauna, OG sauna. I yeah. could I could see that, <laughs> like being so mad in the moment that she does that. But yeah, so I I don't know. Anyway, so it's just there's there's little things here and there for them. I'm enjoying watching it, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's like my favorite. But mm. I mean, we all have different reactions to different things. Yeah. And then the big news that I feel like we've been <laughs> skirting around <laughs> is the fact that somehow Scamatalia is back. It's crazy. Yeah. When does a show get uncancelled? This happens like like hardly ever. Hardly ever. So I don't know. Congratulations, man. Yeah. And yes, now we kind of have to talk about the elephant in the room again about yeah like, th- like the, presumably they're not gonna like recast or anything no they're not 
But so I mean, I'm hoping that further they've learned from this, their mistakes, so that when they cast uh, her family and uh, her Yusuf, yeah. they actually do it the right way. <laughs> How much of a slap in the face would it be if they didn't? <laughs> that mean, would just be like then, a giant f you. Then I would 100 percent like people who who don't watch it because of that reason, I'd be like, yeah, you're totally in the right. I'm yeah. sorry that I gave them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, making a mistake is one thing, but then, like, completely ignoring Dang. the yeah. response to it is just being a dick. Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, fingers crossed that yeah. it's worth all this. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're fans, so here's hoping that they'll be able to deliver a good season. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yay! yay! It was very exciting you texted me. Yeah, so those are kind of like the big news. Yeah, uh, which means cool. now we will have to get around to watching *Scamp Italia* season three. Not that we weren't going to. I but mean, we would have eventually. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we do have to do France before though. We do. It is really <laughs> getting obnoxious that we and, haven't. And also because, like, I actually really love *Scamp Italia* season three. Right. I mean, sorry, *Scamp France*. *Scamp France*. *Scamp France*. So, sorry, *Scamp France* season three. Like, it was probably one of the most fun that I've had watching the show uh-huh. live in like yeah. a while. So should we get to the show? Yeah, let's get to the show. Definitely. So we are in Scam. Um, OG. OG. Season 4. Season 4. Episode 5. Episode 5. If you're sad, then I'm sad. Yeah. And what I've realized is Thank that you. I actually really like this episode until the last five minutes. Okay, and we're gonna I, dissect. And then I wrote here, the curse five minutes begin yeah. at some point. Yes, I, so. I wrote something similar. Let's just go through it. I guess the setup is uh, the buses, like uh, our bus and Pepsi Max have merged. Sana has made herself bus boss for some somewhat inexplicable reason. Nora is broken up with William. Well, she, it's a gray area, but she's here. He's in London and maybe has her eye on Yusuf, maybe? And Sana is big time crushing on Yusuf, even though he's not a Muslim, even though she found out he's not Muslim. Uh, and her parents hate him. Yes. Because, they, well, because they think that he drinks alcohol. alcohol yeah. And brought it into it's their house. It's a bad house, influence. And, like, brought it into the house. Like, yeah. like, the other it's, sort it's of the, line. Yes. That, I, that was crossed. I think that's the bigger one. Yeah. Or I imagine that's the bigger one. Okay, so, Monday. Not Monday, Sunday. Lord Dead. No, Saturday. 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 I always think Lordug is should be Sunday because it sounds like Lord, Lord. Day. <laughs> uh, you know what I've realized through all these different languages that for me the easiest one to tell is uh, Wednesday. Something about it just feels like middle of the week always. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll be like, yeah, that's definitely Wednesday. Like I don't know why. Uh-huh. No matter I always, what, I always just know tears, Doug. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. Like, it just, so it's like, always, it just sounds like. Yeah, always I'm like, yeah, that sounds like. Like, that sounds like a Wednesday to me. Somehow, uh-huh. somehow, like, I'll be like, that's Wednesday. Uh, that's so funny. So, yeah, so we start on Saturday. Saturday. Uh, and Sana is praying, and I'll never get tired of seeing those uh, scenes of Aunt Sana praying. I appreciate that they exist. Yeah, and there's such a, like, a beautiful way to center us in her, in her mind, in her, like, the, the like, a lot of the show depends on us understanding or relating to her need for that order and calm and connection like that spirituality and it gives it to us and and I feel it and that's like amazing yeah I can sure. I can think of a lot of movies that do that yeah and then so in terms of that this time though like I feel like I feel like one of the complaints might be that um we do see her praying but we never I don't I don't know if we do at the end of the season maybe we do at the end of the season that's sort of what it's working up to but we rarely see her be able to 
kind of successfully pray. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, there's always like, something interrupting. Yeah. Which I feel like is the theme of the show, I mean, of the season. Yeah, so, I mean, and I get it. And this one I thought was one of the most sort of, like, visually interesting ones. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not something in the outside world that's stopping her, which is what it tended to be uh, up until this point. Yeah, it's uh, her restless mind it's her restless mind who keeps <laughs> that keeps going like basically Yusuf keeps like creeping into her thoughts uh-huh. when when you are praying your mind is supposed to be completely I don't think empty is the right word right it's but, not meditating yeah. but you are supposed to be connecting either inner deeper or higher up like you're supposed to be connecting to the Whatever, you know, yeah, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be thinking about the yeah. cute boy. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Rather than defining what we think it should be, because we I have no idea. Um, I should we should define what it shouldn't be, and that is thinking about a cute boy. Ah, uh, yeah, and then <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at the idea of like praying and just thinking about cute boys all the time. That's hilarious. <laughs> And then immediately, like, I like that then immediately after that, she's, like, Googling. Um, yeah. This is one of the, like, more awkward, I feel like, yes. uh, what is a character thinking Googles. Yes, for sure. Why can't Muslims marry non-Muslims? Because I, I feel like she probably knows at this point. I feel like, she, yeah. I mean, unless she's like, wait, why can't they? And then she's, or, well, she's not even asking, or no, she's asking why can't they. Yeah. Uh, maybe as a translation thing. Uh, I feel like... No, it, like, it literally, she writes the Google thing oh, she writes in, it in English. In English. <laughs> That's right. But then I was like, like, maybe she's more like being like, wait, can't they? Like, is there any wiggle room on this? Can we, like, is there other discussion about this? And she does kind of, I didn't really look too hard at the page that she found. I think it says something about men, Muslim men can marry non-Muslim women. Yes. But not the other way around, because it comes up later in the scene. Yeah, I, yeah, So yeah. I it assume does, that was It there. does say that. Yeah, it does say that. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's actually a thing. See, she's always assumed it was. So now I'm like, should we Google this? I, uh, I, I just trusted Sana to tell me the truth. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and it's also because no one, one because no one ever challenges her and says that that's not true. And I also, I feel like I know. I mean, not that I know many cases because I don't know that many. Uh, I'm not that close with right, that right. many uh, Muslim people, but I do know more cases of men marrying uh, women who are not Muslim. Oh, so in your experience, it is true. In my very limited experience, yes. Wait, you're right. I Well, the, but the problem is, I don't know if I'm... I have to think about this. But it's also people who at the time weren't that uh, practicing. Yes, and so like... And then eventually... This is maybe yeah. like where what it says somewhere in some text, but then like how much is it... Because, like, even later, they cheat with her mom. Talks about, like, you do some things that you agree with and you, you need to throw away things that you don't agree with. And that's just, like, how people relate to re- all religions. And so... Yeah, but, like, like this seems like a, a big, big one. De- because it, it's one that has come up in every remake. And, like, um, sort of, like, part of the reason why... What is her name? It's not Imam. Uh, the one in Druk. I mean, we've established my... Amira, Amira. Amira, that's right. Uh, where she, like, punches the girl at the wedding, uh, her friend's wedding. You haven't seen that yet. Oh, uh-huh. It's, like, sort of like, <laughs> oh, we hear you're going around with this dude. He's not even a Muslim. Yeah, slut. Right, 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 right. right. She punches so it her. keeps yeah. being harped on. So it does. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Definitely should have looked it up. Maybe we should do some research. For we are really... Next time. Absolutely. We're giving ourselves homework. Unprepared, to, yeah. We're giving ourselves homework to educate ourselves more on sort of what... That's a good idea. What that... That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, let's do that. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Because we are here genuinely 
to learn, I think. Yes, uh, and maybe the show should not be our source of information. <laughs> yes, may- maybe not. Maybe we should, like, expand outside. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's Googling that, and then as she's looking up stuff, we can hear in the background that Elias. Elias has come <laughs> home. Yeah, Elias. Uh, and, yeah, to recap, he spent the night at the collective. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's coming home, he spent the night at the collective because he was drunk, but obviously right. he can't say that to his parents. Right, it's the continuation of that. Presumably he looks like shit, and he's all hungover, and he feels like shit, and his breath smells, that's how being hungover is And like. his mom keeps being like, where were you, where were you, where were you? Yeah. And he just uses I, what I assume is an age-old excuse, and he's like, I was at Yusuf's. Right. And then mom's like, Yusuf was here. I saw him. Really, but I saw him with your sister. I caught you. And then he's all like, I'm 20 years old. Leave me alone. And she's like, our house, our rules. Yeah, which, who hasn't heard that? Ugh. <laughs> uh, and then... And then that kind of transitions to, to me, the more interesting part of the conversation, mm-hmm. which is like, well, you know, you're a role model for your sister. Uh, and then what she really wants to know is... <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's definitely like building up to... Um, basically, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I think she's seeing too much of Yusuf, or, like, I'm yeah, worried yeah, that she's, she's seeing, seeing too much, much of Yusuf. Do you know if there's anything going on there? Between them. And I feel like Elias is a true brother. Oh, he's the best! I know, he's, he's the best he's, brother! He is the MVP of this episode. Yeah. He's, like, a true brother, because he's all, like, I don't know, you're gonna have to ask her. Yeah. And, like, you, sh- you should trust your children. Trust your kids, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't be such a nag, don't be such a needling Nancy. And, yeah, basically just backs up, like, because he's, like, if, if Sana said it was just a coincidence, they just ran into each other outside the door, then it's just a coincidence. Which, then it cuts back to Sana at her door listening to the whole thing. Yes, yeah. And she, and I'm just, like, oh, the guilt, because she just made Yusuf complicit in her lie. Like, it's all building on yeah. itself. Um, because she is lying. Yeah, she is. And, and she kind of keeps doing that when it comes to Yusuf. Yeah. And I think that probably worries her, because I feel like... She, it seems like the con, the sort of reading between the lines is that she has kept a lot from her mother recently, but I think that's different from lying, which is a lot of what she's been doing when it comes to, like, Yusuf. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of all on her. It's not him. Like, it's about the alcohol. It's about the walk home. Right. It's about the cycle. It's all things that are really on her, but keep sort of making him look bad. Yeah. Uh, unintentionally, so. Yeah, the more she wants to compartmentalize and keep these things, keep pieces of her life separate from each other, the more they kind of compound each other and make each other worse in a yes. weird way. Definitely, honesty is the best policy is, like, a theme of this show. Yes. Like, <laughs> multiple seasons where... If you were just, like, honest with everyone, there'd be no problem. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then, so, I think that's it, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. so now we're, we kind of go back to school, and then we're, we're hearing, again, about, sort of, Ilias waking up at the collective, but this is Nora, sort of, telling us the story, and it's quite funny, and we actually hear it, I feel like we hear about it again. Yeah, Eskiel's telling it later. Eskiel, so it's, like, just sort We of, get a lot of, like... We get, we get just, like, sort of hints that, like, Eskil was being Eskil, and then Elias threw up, and how funny this is, and sort of different perspective. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've actually, I believe I read some fake of that moment, because it's just, it seems, <laughs> I wish I could have seen it as well. It seems like a very good scene, yeah. Uh, but uh, the main point really is that, as Nora 
and Sana walk into the courtyard, they see that Pepsi Max and the girl squad are, like, basically fully integrated at this point. Yeah, they're laughing hysterically with each other. They're, like, besties. Mm-hmm. They're remembering all the fun that they had Friday night uh-huh. all together without Nora. Without Nora, Nora and, and Sana. Sana. Because they were in the ethnic district of... (laughs) I can never say that without doing the voice and the... We call these quotation marks with my fingers. Yeah, so... And... I don't. I remember. I remember that when we talked about episode three, I said, "Oh, I had I had done a recap, uh, and I I showed you the recap. I had actually done a recap for episode four that I never posted, but it's oh. still in my drafts. So I went back and I reread it. And um, the one thing that I thought was really interesting was me be me being already in episode three. Sorry, four, four. being like how much I missed the girl squat and uh, right. So, like, that was sort of one of my big criticisms of the season so far. Right. And my particular one, in parentheses, was, like, Eva, where are you, girl? Yeah, this is, like, a little clue of her we get. But it's, like, the the show is kind of, it's making them absent from Sana's life in a big way. But even, like, I guess to the show's credit, using it to indicate how Sana is alienated from them. Like, Like, their absence isn't just oh, we just forgot about them in the show. Exactly. They're busy with the Pepsi Max girls, and that makes Sana feel even more... Yes. Even though so, it's a monster of her own making. Yeah, so I feel like from the point of view of someone who was watching this, knowing that this was the final season, I was just like, I felt like all my chances to enjoy the girl squad and to enjoy sort of like their friendship were being slowly taken away. But narratively, I think it makes sense. Yeah. So mixed feelings on it is what but I'm saying. But they're, like, yeah, a lot of times when we see the girl squad, they're just they're not pleasant. No, and I... You were gonna say it. Yeah. I saw your lips forming. <laughs> I mean... I went diplomatic. Well, that's that's where sort of, like, again, as a, I, you know I'm a huge defender of Vilde, but this is, like, kind of where I get where people are, like, like, a lot of people want to cancel her. I don't want to cancel her, because I think that's I, dumb. I hate, I hate that fucking shit. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Um, but, like, where the whole sort of nay Vilde comes from is, like, why are you acting this way? Why yeah. are you being this person? Yeah, somehow in this season I will say that I feel like somehow, somehow everyone is at their worst. Yeah. It's and def- it's not just Vilde. It, so it's, it's kind of everyone being at their worst. And then unlike in season one where those moments sort of come around in satisfying ways, I feel like in here I don't ever quite fully get that yeah so like I hear especially here and sometimes overtly sometimes by reference like this episode has so little microaggressions again from Vilda specifically and then you have in the finale like Sana being like you're the person that I like I would trust to go to war with me or I don't Uh remember what the uh actual quote is and I was like why where where did that come from yeah (laughs) like I didn't see it like there's something about I think it's more the latter half when we get to it yeah yeah, where I don't see them sort of I don't see the best of them so I miss seeing right. it. I've seen the worst of them this right. season. So where is the best of them? Right. Yeah. I mean, we have one joyful clip, which I'm very excited to, when we get yeah. to it. The bus one, I assume you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But that's, I don't think that's enough. Yeah, it is. A, it's a, yeah. Well, we'll see how, I, I mean, I've only seen the season through whole once, I think. And I've seen half of it twice. And for some reason... Um, I never make it to the second half, so I I kind of want to reserve judgment. Okay, interesting. But but yeah. So anyway, so yeah. So essentially, we find out that yeah that Nora and Sana have been really been sort of like cut off in a lot of ways. In more ways than one, because then they bring up a karaoke party on Friday, and 
it becomes obvious that there is a bus Facebook group from which Sa- uh, Nura and Sana have been left out of. Yeah, so then Sara pretends to be all innocent. Yeah, we know you. We know. She is so good at being, like, awful. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Sarah's like, oh, I didn't ask you. I didn't at you. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll do it right now. No, we, we know your true colors, girl. Do you think they left Nura out just to, like, not be suspicious? Um, I don't know. I, I, I almost want to give them the benefit of the doubt for this one and don't think that it was on purpose. That it was, okay. But only for this one. Yeah, because we know later, definitely. Yeah, and I'm like, case. I don't know. So I, I'm of two minds of that one. Because okay. uh, I don't, I'm, I do not have cynicism, uh, not to that level. Maybe uh-huh. you do. Uh, <laughs> no, for this one I can't, I mean I do, in general. Yeah. But in this particular instance. Yeah, where I was like, I don't think that my first instinct every single time is, is, is to be like, yeah, you know, size. Yeah, that kind of like chipping my shoulder paranoid about like oh everyone's laughing at me or talking about me behind my back yeah and then we see yeah we see the the sort of the awkwardness of sana and nora with uh, with everyone not yeah. just the pepsi max is also their own friends uh which is kind of heartbreaking to see there's the call to prayer and i think we even cut to vilda's face where she's like yeah oh no <laughs> who um, are my friends with yeah and i'm like whatever girl Ugh. then it's the next day uh, and she, Sana is basically still suspicious about Sara, and she's looking at the Facebook group, and she just has this bad feeling. <laughs> By the way, I noticed that the header pick for the group is the one that Vilda took, Duck, where, where Sana's cut, cut out. out. Though, she's not as cut out as she is in the Instagram. She's, like, half <laughs> visible, which is really funny to me. Um, and yeah, so she's she's sitting Sana, at, I mean, Sara. Sara was more... Forgiving than Vilda. <laughs> or more conniving, like, oh. is that the right word? Like... More, more better at being awful. Oh, okay. A, a little bit more sly. Yeah, yeah. More subtle. Uh, yeah, and basically she's she's there with Nora because she's the only person she hangs out with. Whatever. No bitterness. Uh, <laughs> and basically she's trying to tell her suspicions to Nora and she makes some good points. She's like, you know, these girls can kick us out at any point because even though we agreed to have them, like, have the bus with us, they're the ones playing, paying. And yeah. at some point they're going to realize that they're the ones paying. And there's way more of them than there is of us. It feels a little bit like Sa- Sana's realizing her strategic mistake. Take. Yeah. Uh, which is very like Sana. She, I think she acts often very decisively in the moment, emotionally. Like, she reacts and she acts. And then afterwards, it's like her brain, which is quite smart and conniving also, is catching up. And she's like, oh, wait, actually... Yeah, she's not wrong about any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She just, it's it's really interesting that she didn't even think about it before. Before. So you're right. Because yeah. it is, and that's kind of like, that's kind of for me what I think Sana has to learn. It's not so much like her anger or whatever bullshit. It's more like, you know, like take a beat before you make these like decisions. Yes. Uh, that's, that's what I see. Her. Before you go to war. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, you know, maybe you're still going to go to war. Go for it, girl. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, like, 90% of the time, like, this time, you're right, but you should have thought about it. Yeah. Oh, like, these are bitches. They deserve it. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, maybe this wasn't the best strategy. Uh, yeah, and, like, Nora just trying to be like, oh, I don't know, but you know what? You're coming from a place of white privilege, Nora, so whatever. That scene is very <laughs> interesting, the way it's shot. Like, the faces that, uh, what's his name, Yosef, Yosefine? Yosefine. Yosefine makes about uh, when Sana's talking about it are hilarious she's making these kind of like wrinkling her nose and she's kind of like i don't know like she looks like a true blonde did i'm sorry a little bit no yeah a little bit yeah people. i mean i have my hair colored blonde but um but she 
there's something just like very very funny about the way they play that and yeah. I, I assume on purpose, on purpose. Yeah. yeah she does kind of call I, I, I couldn't quite tell if she, if it is like complete white privilege though I think it is I, I, yeah, I don't know I but was, a little bit I feel like she's also just trying to like bring Sana like no don't worry about I, it I think it is a little bit more like of that. half and half I think yeah because she does at one point say like mm, do you care so much? Yes, and I think that was I think that was the point where I was like, she she's right too. Yeah, like, she is pointing out something really important, which is like this thing didn't matter to Sana until like there was like sort of like an ideological yes sort of like she was making a point exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's about making the point more than anything. Yeah, and that's why I feel bad. For, I I agree that I feel bad because um, for Vilda because this is her thing and it's been from day one her thing and then yeah. Sana taking it away without sort of being able to explain to her mm-hmm. why, I think makes it complicated. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't even think she knows. In yeah, fact, exactly. She I don't answer. think she could verbalize it. And yeah. she doesn't because, again, all she can focus is this sudden realization that, wait, Sada has also forgotten to give me the contract, so this yeah. all points to the... Oh, and by the way, the whole conversation is taking place on a windowsill on the famed, like, hallway. Yes, my and favorite hallway. Yeah, and they're looking out, and there's Sada and I think Ingrid and some other girl standing around laughing, and you can, it's so, like, perfectly paranoid, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it's like out of uh, some 70s thriller or yes, something. Yes, yes, well, super well done. <laughs> um, so, Sara, Sana... Sana sort of marches down and uh, basically talks to Sara about this the missing um, contract. contract. Yeah, like you were gonna CC me on it. What happened to it? She's and very, this like, really is the one where Sara is conniving. Yeah, and plays it so well. Well, it's perfect because every time I see it and I have forgotten what comes later, I'm I completely buy it. She is so good at being a manipulative bitch. <laughs> lying. There, we said it. We said it. A lying, manipulative bitch. Because she, at first she's like, oh, what are you talking about? I sent it to you. And then check your spam filter. Maybe it's because Marie's in it. And it's so convincing because it is actually in, 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 the- in which I, I don't think she meant for her to not get it. She meant yeah. for her to get it, obviously. She, because because the thing that she's actually lying about is when the meeting is happening. Exactly. That's the, that's the one thing that she's actually yeah. lying about. It's like that meeting is actually actually happening um on friday, friday. not on monday yes so uh, then she follows up with saying like we're meeting on monday uh to sign the contract you need to be there because you're the best boss ha 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 and then she kind of apologizes yes i mean she doesn't say the word sorry but she does definitely says like you know oh, maybe she does but i don't think she does she says something like you know i'm just used to being the boss and like so i don't I, mean to take over mm-hmm. so it feels like i'm like excluding you or whatever it's not on, i just want you to know it's not on purpose yeah. i don't think she apologizes yes. but she definitely, and she does seem very sincere about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, she seems completely sincere. And then the, the kind of, uh, like, the, the honey to sweeten the whole thing is she goes, she mentions the karaoke coming up, and she's like, oh, it'll, I hope you can come. It'll be so good if we can all hang out. I think we need to fuse the buses together a little bit more, which in retrospect is kind of a red flag a little bit because we just saw them being pretty chummy. Yeah. And so, like, they're pretty fused. Um, so there's this, like, so it's it's almost like, she's lying. Why is she lying? But neither Sana nor the audience, I think, ever follows yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I think it's because you're like, yeah, they're right. But they should, they are going to have to, like, party together yeah. for a year. Like, they should all hang so out together. Hang out, yeah. Uh, I'm just being very paranoid now. <laughs> da, da, da. Then we, then Sana goes home and she walks in on her mother basically going through her things. Yeah. Uh, and she is, I believe, rightly uh, upset with her. Yes. So I wrote, I broke this 
conversation down into like sections. This okay. one and the you said one I think they're complicated like not complicated but they're interesting the things they go through and there's like I different reactions to each of them so first her mom is like no I was just looking for my scarf and then and then Santa's like I don't believe you clearly with her face and... yeah <laughs> and then mom quickly fesses up to saying like you know I just don't I just I, I don't know what you're up to uh I'm not up to anything um you're always with your friends I saw you with Yusuf and but Sana is very defensive at this. Yeah, I and mean, I think I, I'm not good reason. I, I don't. Guess. Yeah, I'm not trying to defend the mother, but I do think that this isn't this isn't just a response to the Yusuf thing. This is a response to like ever since Sana got this new group of friends, she doesn't share. Yeah, to being shut out. Exactly. So we, like, we this, is, this is a thing that's been going on for probably um, a year and a half. A year and a half at yeah. this point. Yeah. So it's like, and Yusuf is just sort of like the tipping point. Yeah. For her. I I completely like. I mean, you're sympathetic mom, to her even though you just okay the, the looking through the room is like a bridge too far but don't do it don't do it mom <laughs> don't do it but I feel if I put myself in her shoes which I can do quite easily for some reason that feeling of I don't know what else to do I just feel like this probably I mean I I like to imagine in my head what's that called headcanon my headcanon mm-hmm. is that uh she's never done this before and it was very just like like I don't, I'm desperate. Yeah, uh, an, an impulsive thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I don't have anything to back that up for why I think that's the way it is. Okay. But it just we, is. You can you can interpret. Um, <laughs> I think there's enough there to interpret it that way. Uh, and then Sama's being very right defensive and she's saying they're not criminals. Not all Muslims drink and have sex. My friends are good. Not all Norwegians. Not all Norwegians. Sorry. Not well. No, I think she says. Did she say not all Norwegians or not all non-Muslims? I don't know. You just said Muslims. Oh, I meant. I meant all, not all non-Muslims. Okay. Uh, because, the reason I thought that was interesting is because the way she's delivering it seems very, very... Uh, like, well, Yusuf is on her mind. Yeah. Yes, it's 100% everything she, she says. Yusuf she's 100% on... trying to convince herself. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then her mom, I don't know if what you highlighted, but the parts that I sort of highlighted the most is like, her mom trying to be like, look, I get it, but there's just like, there's Norwegian things that don't fit us. Right. Uh, to which Sana's response is like, well, there are things in Islam that don't fit me either. Yes, which is such a, like, really good, interesting direction. I mean, on the one hand, she's deflecting. Yes. Uh, but on the other hand, I kind of love that the conversation goes into this because she she starts raising her own questions, the things that are pressing on her mind. I mean, there's the mention of, like, homosexuality, which is kind of a callback to last season but then she goes or muslim men can carry non-muslim women but women but muslim women can't marry non-muslim men mm-hmm. uh and she's like what's the deal with that, that? <laughs> and she's like answers please and her mom does not provide answers yeah i want to point that out uh and and which i kind of love sana's performance here where she goes like she she slips from being defensive and angry into a kind of like no i'm actually really asking for yeah answers. These, these are questions that i genuinely yeah. have and, and her mom is like, I don't know. I think her mom pretty much straight up says, I don't know the answers. But yeah. I'm just worried well, about and, you. And, like, you are allowed to ask these questions. I'm just worried about you. I yeah. think that's kind of what she said. Yeah, she's, like, trying to, like, bring it back to <laughs> yeah. what they're talking about. Whereas Sana's like, no, no, really. Uh, I have these questions. Like, how do I handle this? And I think that's, I think that is something that, if not everyone who has faith goes through but should go through like yeah no one should blindly believe anything yeah ever. of course and p- trying to bring into alignment the different parts of yourself if it's not yes. religion then it's your home life and your school friends or yeah. you know it's different kinds of things 
Um, I'm a little bit surprised as well. It doesn't say something like, well, if you came to the mosque on Fridays. You <laughs> these, are, yeah. these are things that we talk about. <laughs> but uh, she does give the ultimate mom response, which is just like, I'm worried about you. I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. Which is like, aw, mom. And then Sana is angrily playing basketball, <laughs> as, as you do. Yeah, to which uh, Elias is like, oh, fighting with mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, and then he does the brother thing where he's all like, so what is up with you and Yusa? Right, yeah, because now he's been clued in Yeah, exactly. I mean, he kind of was suspicious, but... Uh, do you like him? And she's like, no. no. And she's like, he's like, you like him. <laughs> Cut to, uh, they're like on uh, swings, swings, I think. Swings, which is yeah. like the ultimate. I like, wrote, I like, wrote, I wrote swings, heart, heart, heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's where all important conversations take place yes. when you're that age. And uh, they're talking about Yusuf. And they just, they're just having like this very sort of honest conversation mm. that um, I just thought was very beautifully done. I love this conversation. He basically says, Yusuf is nice, and she says, oh, he's not Muslim. And he goes, yeah, but most Muslims I know, uh, he's the most Muslim guy I know. Yes. He, uh, he doesn't drink, he's always nice to everyone, and she's like, but he doesn't believe in Allah. Uh, and, and so basically they just get into a conversation about, like, what hypocrisy, and, like, isn't it better to uh, be truth, faithful to the spirit of something rather than the letter of something? Like, it's more important to actually follow the the the, the principles rather than say you do and don't yeah so it is it interesting that like he kind of lays it out as a, as a duality i think he says what's more important saying you believe in allah or living like you do um though the show doesn't quite bring up like yeah but actually like the issue is believing in exactly yeah exactly you can say you do and like i think i think this conversation is very good and i think uh He's very, uh, Elias is very sensible throughout all of it. Uh-huh. But I don't, I think it kind of shies away from that, the bottom line. Yeah, that it actually just matters to her that he believes in Allah. Like, yes. it just is like, he that, can. That is at the root of it. Yeah, he can be as faithful to the rules as you can humanly be. And leave. she sees that. Right. Uh, that's not her issue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is an interesting. So, I mean, I think it does good in that it it stops her what has already been her reaction before which is to react harshly and like unfriend him or whatever uh-huh. but i don't it doesn't make her problem go away yeah it's interesting in some ways it's almost like forcing her to define for herself what really matters to her yeah it's not just about can you be good if you don't believe in god but can you like what does it mean to not believe in god itself like yeah. what does that mean we have no answers, by the way. Yeah, I... But... <laughs> listen, if I did... <laughs> it's just a very, very beautifully shot and beautifully acted conversation yeah. from both of them. I him so much. I wish we had more of this character. I, I agree. I agree. And, uh, and, yeah, he's very sensible, and he's the one, even though we just saw him have this huge fight with his mom, but, again, he was hungover, so, you know, <laughs> extenuating <laughs> circumstances, where he's like, you know, mom just wants the best from us, and she just, she just comes from a different reality, from a different, like, time, like, yeah. she doesn't understand what her day-to-day is, she doesn't understand the struggle of being both Norwegian and Muslim, like, yeah. bottom, he doesn't spell it out like that, Yeah, but, yeah, 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 in this uh, particular moment, he, yeah, he has such a beautiful sentence, I think he says something like, he doesn't know what it's like. She doesn't know what it's like to be us. Yes. And I think that's, like, beautiful and true for every generation. Yes, yeah. Uh, 
compared to the one before yeah it. it's like it's ve- their issue is very specific but yet at the same time it's not it's so universal yes it's it's like that thing where where like audiences will be like well i couldn't identify with this character and you're like why not how could you not because you're racist right uh because There's because bottom line is like this is a conflict that like yeah. you said goes like across countries and yeah and, and spans peoples and time it reminds me of that thing one of our instructors told us at school which was um the specific is the universal mm-hmm. like more the more specific something is the more universal it is and which seems contrary but yeah it's true and he basically he basically tells her to cheer up but not in a way that feels like uh mansplaining uh <laughs> no <laughs> because he like he basically the way that he phrases it is so beautiful because he's like you know when you're sad, I'm sad. Yeah, which I just have like I just wrote like giant hard eyes <laughs> for him. Like he's so sweet. And yeah, and it, and it kind of makes me sad that we didn't. I mean, I love that we have this relationship, and I love that like Scam was able to give us this um, uh, brother and sister relationship. But then I'm sad that like we never got to hear anything about her brothers right. beforehand. Right. Uh, we found out he's twenty in this season. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, this episode. Yeah. I say. So I don't know. Um, yeah, he's he's just such a good actor. He's just so natural, and he has so much chemistry. I hope he's doing other things now on their television, or or their industry, I mean, because he's so, so good. Uh, anyway, so then Sana, like, she's like, yeah, I'm, you know, she smiles, she kind of cheers up a little bit, and she invites him to karaoke. And tells him to invite Yusuf. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, with your friends? Sure. Uh, yeah, basically unwittingly setting into motion the worst thing, a chain of events <laughs> that can never be undone ever. Okay, so now we are at sing karaoke. Yes, uh, which I will point out. So when the season was filming, it was pretty public and more than any other season because mm-hmm. at this point it was an international. It was a huge phenomenon in Norway and internationally. Mm-hmm. So we'd actually gotten spoilers that there was a karaoke scene and that there was a fight like ages and ages before this episode. So everyone was trying to figure out it's kind of where, how, how those two things would fit into the story. Uh-huh. No one guessed it correctly. Uh, I actually, I don't remember why people guessed, but I, I do remember <laughs> that it was this thing that we obsessed about for forever and ever and ever. To be fair, I don't think you could guess this because it's, so dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. So yeah. So we're I'm at the, jumping the gun. We're at the karaoke clip. Hello, boy squad. It's been a while. It's nice to see them. Yeah. all. I was really happy to see them. The, the the lead up to the events are kind of fun. I really like. I feel like this is Scam at its best in terms of shooting the party. Yeah. And uh, Sana's looking fabulous. I yes. love her look. This episode. I mean, this clip in particular. Yeah. She's. We get like, to hear Eskil now tell his version of the Elias right. waking up story, which again, always fun to see him. Yeah, a lot of traction about Elias throwing up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a joke that keeps on giving. Keeps on giving. Uh, yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's just kind of fun to see everyone uh, be there and uh, be mingling and sort of getting along and being mm-hmm. happy. Uh, so then, uh, and then Sana's sort of like waiting for Yusuf and mm-hmm. her her brother to arrive. Uh, she's very excited about this. You can uh-huh, really yeah. Tell. She like texts him, "Are you coming?" Uh, and then Evan gets up to sing "Imagine," uh, yes. which uh, I'm like, it's the song that always makes me cry. Every single time, in any context, I hear it, I cry. It is not fair of the show. <laughs> also, where the hell did they get the money for it? 
it's like one of the, it's gotta be the most, I mean, it's the Beatles, it's like one of his most famous. Well, I guess uh, they're just singing it, it's just the lyrics and the music, which know. is always cheaper than like they, the actual they, recording. They also did it in Glee before they did the okay. Beatles episode. It's also technically only supposed to be in Norway. <laughs> yeah, it, that's why I was like, they probably just paid for the music rights in Norway. <laughs> Ignoring that, moving on. Yeah, so he's singing Imagine, and then as he sort of is in the middle of the song, the balloon squad walks in, and he sees them, and they see him, and it's a sort of tension-filled moment, and then Sana suddenly looks from one to the other, and she's kind of like putting the pieces together of like, oh yeah, that thing, forgot about that thing. Which is just like, come on. And then he kind of misses a line, and people are like, what's going on? And so then Asak gets up there yeah. and sort of... Uh, like, bails him out, like, rescues him. And then the whole boy squad sort of looks at each other, and they all start singing, and then uh-huh. suddenly everyone's singing, and it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like this beautiful moment, yeah, it's whatever. Very, it reminds me a lot of their Christmas episodes, like how the oh, season yeah, yeah. usually ends with them... Well, not the season, but, like, the midpoint, uh, the first half of the season. Uh, I mean, sorry... The winter season, not the spring. Yeah, yeah uh, the, it is. The fall semester. Yeah, it is the end of the seasons usually yeah. when they have the Christmas party. And sort of, and then so sort of we kind of put a pause on that a little bit uh, for a beat as we hear sort of Chris, who we haven't seen in so long. I mean, she's been in this episode, but like, I just, I, I'm gonna always be bitter that I don't have enough Chris Sana moments. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of feel like they're trying to make up for it here because they have them reminiscing about the first time, time that, that she introduced her to the girls. And then throughout this all, and this is like, I love this moment so much because it's, I think the, and I don't mean it as an insult, but like the most, the girliest you get to see Sana because she's having this conversation yeah. with one of her like best friends in the world, but she, her eyes just keep looking for Yusuf, uh-huh. uh, and, like, that's, like, she's, like, okay, but also. Yeah, yeah, she's just, like, darting all over like, the place. Like, just very, sort of, aware. Uh-huh. She gets a text from her mom apologizing, <sighs> so it's, like, we keep going on a high, keep going on a high, and then the curse five minutes begin. Yeah, so this is where everything goes downhill. This is where everything goes downhill, and we can talk about these choices, and what we think about them, hint... Let's just get through the events and then we can talk about them. Okay. I can go on. So basically, sure. Nora comes over and she's like pale and looks awful. And then she's like, William has a new girlfriend. And then from Sana's reaction, she realizes Sana knows this. And she's like, you knew? You knew? Very dramatically. <laughs> and then Yusuf comes over and he's like, you gotta come. Elise is in a fight. And cut to outside. Balloon squad and boy squad are fighting. Yusuf does not follow. I'm just putting that out there. Because I, I don't get it. Uh, like, he's still inside. Yeah. The, the, there's a lot but, of... There's a lot of logical doesn't make things sense. here. Anyway. Yeah. So for some reason, Yusuf doesn't come out. But Sana breaks it up. And the balloon squad kind of walks off angrily. And she kind of looks... And Isak is, like, all covered in blood. Yeah, his and face is messed up. Or whatever. And everyone's like, we've got to go to the hospital. And they leave. And then Sana is left with blood on her hands. So she goes to the bathroom <laughs> to sort of deal with that. <laughs> And as she's in the bathroom, she very conveniently... This is actually the part that I hate the least. I actually like this part. Yeah, Yeah. I actually like this part a lot. She conveniently hears some unnamed Pexy Max... I'm going to say bitches again, and I'm not going to (laughs) apologize. They they deserve it. Uh, Talking talking about the fight and being... um, I'm going to say it again, straight up racist. uh, Yeah. Because basically, they're like... Oh, it's homophobic, for sure. But they're like, oh, it's because it's because they're gay, uh, and the other guys are Muslim, and like, you yeah. know, they have an issue with. Of course, that. there was going to be a fight about it. Uh, and the brother's a bit crazy. Remember how he screamed at the party when he wanted us to get out of there? I, I hate the lack of empathy that these people yeah. have. Like, well, how... the complete like spinning of everything to fit a 
preconceived prejudice. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, it's they're just, just like, they have this pre... Uh, anyway, uh, they... Oh, and they mentioned, like, oh, and did you hear so-and-so heard him calling Sana a slave? It's not so-and-so, it's Vilde. It's Vilde, right? It's That's Vilde. what I thought, but yeah. I wasn't... I didn't no, want to say it no, in case it's I was wrong. It's Vilde. Wait, wait. Which is, like, on the list of... Yes, it's on the list. It's on the yeah. list, Vilde. It's on the list. <laughs> I'm sorry. No wonder she's psycho. Oh, yeah. Not so, Vilda Sana. That's yeah, what one so of the girls Yeah, so then they call said. her psycho, and that's where we get through the big bomb where we learn right. that Sana's paranoid, like, suspicions were, in fact, 100% correct. They're kicking her off a bus. They actually That's sign- just her, but I think... Are they thinking about... T- well... No, just her. Just, is it just her? Just her, because they even talk about how, how they like the other girls, and, They like, kind of get back around to it. And how, I got the impression they wanted to get rid of everyone, and then they were like, but the other girls are cool, so... I thought they were just kicking Sana From the beginning. I thought Sana. they were just kicking Sana out, but Yeah, you're probably right. And I wrote in parentheses, Mari, Mari would never. She doesn't know what... She doesn't know about all this uh-huh. backstabbing deal that's happening, because she's above it, okay? Yeah. She don't know. she's about to graduate, or has graduated. She's just like, you... Yeah. So I'm just... I just want to say Mari is blameless in all of this. It's all <laughs> Sana. And, yeah, so we, we are giving... Like, Sana is given... Proved to be correct. Yeah. And then it's, like... Part it's it's part of it's been the plan all along. I think is the and they even mentioned oh yeah when they say Sarah like, was worried that Sana was putting it together, together, but she made she played it cool. She like made her yeah. And then to continue to be have their preconceived racist notions, they were like, I don't even know why she wanted to be on the bus. Like she's supposed to be a good Muslim, right? Like, she has a hijab. Like shouldn't she be, be a good representation, representation. <laughs> of Islam? And I was like, I want to punch through repeatedly uh, oh and then they, they reveal that the meeting the contract was actually signed that that, that day, day. Yeah. so sana wasn't even there didn't know about it and then they were like oh she and oh and they mentioned like she wasn't even the bus boss like it was a Vilda. Vilda. yeah so clearly vilda's been like yeah. chatting yeah and again then, on the list Vilda. yeah <laughs> on the long list, list. And, and then the other girl, but the other girls are cool though. And Nora is so, so pretty. pretty. I made a note of that too because I was like, okay, because yeah. it's definitely laying it on thick for the next moment. Which uh, I'm gonna be honest, I wrote, bitch, I'm not watching that again. Uh, I kind of paused <laughs> it and just walked away. I mean, you know what it is. It's basically <laughs> just Sana walking out, and there's uh, Nora making out with Yusuf. Yeah. And it's supposed to be this thing where like all these storylines are colliding. This like mystery. Well, we don't know if that is related to the mystery, but like. This, like, conflict between the Balloon Boys and uh, Boy Squad, which is kind of, like, we're supposed, we are supposed to at this point think it's because they're Muslim and he's gay. Like, we don't know anything else. See, I I never made that assumption. Really? Yeah. I It's just, like, maybe my love for each is too deep. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's part of where my problem is coming from, where when Sana makes that jump, I can't follow her there. Right. Like, I'm like, why does she just assume I mean, this? It does seem completely out of character for everyone involved, exactly. including Sana, yeah. to think this about her brother or Yusuf, or I guess not Yusuf technically, but uh, the, no, Yusuf have been there. Another thing that's Another completely thing that doesn't make Yusuf doesn't come out, and then Yusuf is like back in the bar, making yeah. out with Nora, and then the other story that's colliding is the Will uh, Nurlhelm story of Nora being so like, which is actually sad. probably the only thing that makes sense to me, even though not really because we haven't been shown. Nora has not been shown to be this impulsive. Right, and she doesn't drink. So yeah. we know it's not a drunk decision. Nope. At least I assume after her last few experiences, no, I don't, she's I, not she, drinking. I don't think she does. Uh, uh, so... Nothing is sort of hints at that. So yeah. So can't even use that. Yeah. yeah, and she's not... She doesn't seem like the type to... I've been dumped. I'm going to go kiss the first boy yeah. I see. So it is very... Yeah, I just... 
I feel like, okay, we've gotten the whole thing, right? Like, Love Will Tell Us Apart is and playing. Then, and then, by the way, this was also when we went on hiatus for a week, so. Yeah, of course. Burn the whole house <laughs> down. <laughs> Tumblr was just a mess. Yeah. I was like, fuck this shit. Um, I'm pretty sure there's people who, like, stop watching after this. Yeah. Why is this notebook always falling apart? So, for me, I think my biggest issues are more storytelling narrative ones. Like, the lack of coherence, like we pointed out, with, even within the scene mm-hmm. of what's going on. And the sort of cheesiness of just, like, Nora comes up, she has a boyfriend, and Yusuf comes up. And there's something just not elegant about it. Yeah, I think, I think we've get. talked about how it felt like they needed to get to this and this and this, so they just... Got, got there, there. <laughs> which is not. I feel like a scam tends to be more elegant than that. Yeah, um, and they and they wanted this dramatic cliffhanger, and so they forced it to happen. I think completely not anticipating the reaction from people, which would be like, "Why are you making the characters we love do horrible things that don't make sense?" sense. And that's and I think, I mean, I think there's other stuff later on that people have issues with. But uh-huh. to me, this kiss really is the thing that I'm like, I just I don't get it. Yeah, like. I, yeah, it's it's you're forcing characters to do things to serve a plot instead of a plot happening as a result of what your characters would naturally do. Yeah, so I I just have a lot of trouble understanding. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. we get there? It doesn't have that like like in past seasons where a character's emotional journey and dilemma and emotional conflicts. intersecting perfectly with the plot and the events happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, perfectly. Like, there's bumps along the way. I don't want to, like, make this sound, like, I'm not crazy. Yeah. But this just feels so far off of that where really it feels like the people write, like, I watch it and I think I would think, and I I do a little bit think, the person, people making this season don't have as an intense or, like, intrinsic understanding of Sana's character and conflicts as they did the other characters yes and so they're a little bit forcing plot and and drama because they need plot and drama yeah and that's a thing that we talked i think a little bit more when it comes to um the other remakes where i kept seeing this reaction where there was almost like a lack of empathy towards her right and i was like how can you not understand where she's coming from right um and i don't know it was bewildering to me uh Sometimes, and I think it kind of comes from what you were saying, where it's like we don't have that same sort of like basic yeah. understanding of it. And we haven't, I haven't seen, have we seen other Sana seasons? I'm trying to think. I think. No, we haven't discussed it because I basically, I made the rule that we without, wouldn't get, that to, we it. Wouldn't get yes, to it right. b- before watching this one. Yeah, that's this right. One. Um, so I'm trying to think, I'm like, I don't think I've seen a version of this story happening, but no. it sounds like this is probably the most empathetic to Sana. Yes, or, but and, or like and, allowing for And then maybe that's why they, the ones who keep it, keep it, uh, because it is sort of a thing that we can all sort of like grasp to and understand. But I think it's also one of the most hated choices from the season. Yeah. Like, and I think everyone knows it. So, what are other reactions? Like, I think we just, I think my reaction is like a narrative one. I think yours is too. What other complaints do people have or what are other reasons people hate this besides just a sort of general like I think it's sort of that I think it's sort of like this idea of like maybe Nora doesn't know about the crush but like we've gotten the hints that she suspects at some point and she doesn't seem to be like a person who would disregard like yeah just it seems so out of character it seems so out of character for her to sort of disregard even the possibility of it I don't know um like like it's not like she knows but like doesn't she know enough what do what does the fandom think if you have a sense of uh, the 
misunderstanding about this is because of Islam. What do you mean? Like, that Sana slash other people assume that the fight happened because they're gay and he's... Oh, they hate it. I mean, yes, I gathered that much. <laughs> but what if, well, it's like, is there any more specific? Like, like, is just feel like it? I feel like it's feeding out into of character, it, and yeah. it's feeding into the stereotypes. The stereotypes yeah, okay. that, like, why does that have? To, like, why does that have to be? And then even right. when we, and then like, whatever the payoff is later is not strong enough to sort of justify even the implication right. of it. Does right, that make right, sense? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess part of the reason why I think, I think that okay, I think it bugs me. That we are, I really do think we're supposed to think this fight happened because they're Muslim. I mean, because Sana thinks it for a while and uh, other characters voice it. And also in the recap, it begins, the very first sentence of the recap is Sana saying, I can have Norwegian friends and still be myself. Mm -hmm. And I think this is supposed to be the most like culminating crash of those two ideas. And, and also... It's a fake-out. Yes, and, and, and I think... Like the, in the dumbest way possible. Well, yes, and I think also the underlying, that I also don't like, idea is that we did just have sort of the confession from Yusuf, the previous episode, where he just says the whole, like, Evan and Mikael, Michael, I'm gonna call him Michael, uh-huh. uh, storyline. So we also sort of, like, there's this, like, underlying la- layer of homophobia. Right. Maybe Which, it's- again, not a fan of. That had been done better? Maybe? <laughs> like, if we had a better... Because basically when they finally lay out, I forgot they explain what it is. And when they do, it's a little bit like, okay. Yeah, That it was is. the issue. Exactly. Like, it is. It okay. is. Uh, get over it. Like, yeah. it's just a part of you're just like, okay, I don't care. And and so maybe if that had been... And it's just... It's, it Also, it's like, it is sort of made into this really big deal. Right. Uh, and then I... So again, it, I, to me, it also, it also ties, yeah, to that payoff not being yeah. satisfying. You saying it's being made into a really big deal is, yeah, that is a big part of it. There's something so dramatic about it, yeah. but in a not satisfying way, in in like a fake dramatic, I guess that kind of goes back to the feeling like we're forcing drama into characters mm-hmm. to have plot. Uh, I mean, especially when we just had this like beautiful conversation with Elias about yeah. like, you know... <laughs> So Ugh, how fast the episode goes out. So um, that said, I haven't put a ton of thought into this question. What maybe like more homework for us would be to think about this, though. I'll, I doubt I will actually have time to do it. But like, what else could have been done? I feel like people had like a list of things they could have talked about. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, there is this complicated history between um, Evan and the boy squad. Like, it could have come from like someone trying to reach out in a way and the other person being protective and, like, sort of... True, we get very little understanding of what actually happened. We never really get... And we never do. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Uh, So I think there is, like, a story to milk there in more interesting and fascinating ways. Like, as far as they know, Evan dropped dropped out of their lives. They don't know what happened. Right. And this is the first time they're seeing him in, like... A year. And see, that's part of the Two weirdness years. of it, I don't too. Know. Time, like, timelines. Yes. Wait, that's part of the weirdness of it, too, where they are, um, like, they're coming to a party, and they're seeing this guy who kind of was weird and then disappeared, and he's with the guy. And I think that's also part of, like, I think, the show I mean, is leading I know, us to I think believe. it is, and I think that's where Sana sort of gets there. Yeah. I think that's why, like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I mean, I've also been watching the, like, Boy Squad 
sorry, the Balloon Squad video, YouTube videos at this point. So, like, they just, they didn't strike me that As way. As the type who would do that, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, like, at this point, I think we had the video of, like, Michael trying to, like, get a job interview. And uh-huh. he's just, like, such a dumbass. Right. So, I don't know. And, I mean, obviously, they can still be homophobic. <laughs> One thing doesn't have to do with the other. But I just, like. Yeah, I forgot about that. Just, yeah. Yeah, we do want to, at some point, maybe, maybe this is a good point. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. At some point before the end, we do want to talk a little bit about yeah, the YouTube yeah. videos. Yeah, yeah, we should look at them, yeah. Uh, but, hey, Uh <laughs> But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just. I just maybe didn't want to, it's that thing where I'm like, I'm too optimistic about it, maybe. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, and that, that's the worst part, because you actually are right. It's not the thing that the show it's is not. It's, yeah. it's just, like, annoying. So the fact I, I, the fact I that they like implied it, it all is like what makes made, me angry. Yes, exactly. That's what makes me angry. Like, if they had made, I don't. I don't hate the fight. Right. I hate what the fight is telling me. Like, I think that it could have been used dramatically in a way. Maybe exactly. I Exactly. Yeah. Like, it feels like a giant bad fake out. As yeah. Opposed, if they had, like, built up And then it an goes on for conflict. so long after. Right. Uh, where it's like, this Why question. Why don't you just Yeah, just talk, talk. Talk about it. Yeah. Um, that is weird that Sana isn't just like, what the hell is that? Tell yeah, me right exactly, now. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't, it doesn't seem in character for yeah. her to just, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, also, this is, like, really petty, but the actual fight, compared to other ones they've had on the show, is poor. That's true. <laughs> We've had some really good fights. We've had some good fights. I don't know why they... It's almost like the big actors don't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that is it. And there's just something like, I don't believe this either. Uh, not, I'm not faulting them. I'm just saying... <laughs> uh, yeah, I think... Been, yeah, so I'm like... I'm I think not, it's telling. Yeah, like, so I don't feel problems. like I have a 100% like answer to what it could have been about. Yeah. I just honestly think that there are narrative narrative yeah. possibilities. There's so little that we know about the history of like yeah, the dynamics of these people that I don't know. Well, and part of my question too is like what to do with the Nora story. Yes. Uh, which I also don't have a ton of ideas for, but I don't either, moment. but I feel like that's a conversation to have at a later point, when sort of the William of it all yeah. comes back, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I've i been vocal that I don't like the way that story is handled in this season at all, in other ways. And so, yeah, so I feel like it just we, feels like this intrusive thing that's just like, oh, now we're going to put okay, this and my this. my computer is going to run out of battery and okay. I don't have my charger. So let's wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> we're being forced to wrap it up. <laughs> this is very funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What a good combo. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry, my computer's anti-Norhelm. Uh, <laughs> I, I was surprised about how much of the episode I actually enjoyed. I yeah. had forgotten. I just have this sort of, like, point in my uh-huh. head where I'm like, after this, I have issues. <laughs> uh, but no, actually, there was a lot to like here. So I feel we're probably going to get more of that. Yeah, I think it'll be more of a mixed bag. It must have been a yeah. bag than anticipated. So, yes, that's yeah. that. All right, thank you for listening review on iTunes. I feel like I haven't said that in like a year. Oh yeah. Uh, review or rate us or whatever. I want to know what other people think about the sound of season. I want to hear more opinions Yeah, we this. do want to know what people think. And, uh, and about this specific thing even. Yeah. I would so, love to know. Do people so like let it? Us know. Are we crazy? <laughs> let us know. Because um, we, we definitely want to talk about it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye.